the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and teenage vampires. It is actually about only one of those things. (laughs) (laughs) This is Deep in the Heart of uh, Teen Romances. That's what we're changing this name to. Yeah, Deep in the the Heart of the Hearts. Um, Deep in the Heart of the Heart. Deep in the Heart of People, like, suggestively holding red apples on the cover of... uh, black books pretty much everything yeah uh it is august 21st we have not recorded in so long that i have zero fucking clue what episode this is oh and as you may have guessed by the intro we're doing something a little different today yeah carolyn has already posted about why we're not talking about the dallas stars and honestly uh i'm fine with that what i was not fine with was fucking never talking to carolyn again so here we are doing this yes and I think it's going to be a good time for everyone. Um, yes. It, uh, we are in episode 131, FYI. 131. Thank you for listening. The last time we podcasted was March. Um, it was <laughs> up this year, so it's not like it was last year, but... Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I accidentally started playing it. Okay. <laughs> I stopped it. It's fine. I was like, why am I hearing... Oh, okay, whoops. Uh, yeah, why are we hearing our own voices? God. I know. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, this year has been extremely recursive, so there, weirder things would have happened. Um, so, yeah, as, as Marin said, um, I'm not really up for talking about hockey right now. Um, it's the middle of the offseason. All the f- interesting stuff has happened anyway. Some of that was fucking wild. Farewell, uh, Dickinson. Farewell, Henrik Lundqvist. Farewell, Henrik Lundqvist. We will miss Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, a moment of silence for the king. All right, that's over. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, 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 do, I do like Henrik Lundqvist. I am very sorry that he is retiring Sands a cup, which he very much deserves. It's just too bad that he was on the Rangers. And the New York Hockey Rangers very much traded entirely on winning now instead of investing in their future. And so when they didn't win now, there was nothing left. And then poor Hank had to retire without a cup. Yep, yep. But because most of the... And you thought there was going to be no hockey. We, we, have, we have fulfilled our hockey quotient for today's episode, <laughs> I think, is what we just did there. Yes, uh, you're welcome. The plan you're welcome. for this episode and potential future episodes is... To do a little bit of lighthearted off seasony contents, um, as you know, as you probably know, Marin and I are both huge fans of romances. Absolutely. We love them. And we love watching stupid romantic movies, too. We love watching good romantic movies as well, but we've decided to only talk about the stupid ones. Yeah, because those are more fun to digest. I mean, who wants to sit here and listen to me gush about a movie for an hour when I can sit here and, like, make massive fun of a movie for an hour instead? Exactly. And it came up in conversation that I had never seen Twilight before. So we decided, why not kick off some fun off-season content with discussing the movie Twilight... Some red flags and things we actually liked about it. And uh, 
Oh boy, this was a wild ass ride. <laughs> if I if I had known that I was supposed to come up with things that I actually liked about it, I would have taken notes during watching the film. <laughs> because I'm gonna I'm gonna be hard pressed to remember good things. But okay. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, to- um, it's totally gonna be fine. So for for context, not only had I never seen Twilight before, I have never read the books. Ever, and ever. you didn't know that there were five movies. I didn't even know there were five fucking movies. I somehow had it in my head that this was a trilogy. And so that made me really angry. I mean, so there are four books. So even if they'd only made one movie per book, there would still be four of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I just yeah. definitely 100% thought this was a trilogy. Um, There's four home Five whole movies of this bullshit. Four whole books of this bullshit. I mean, buckle up. (laughs) Oh, I am firmly buckled. And I did take notes. And the very first note you will appreciate, and even though this is not something that we are intended on discussing, is no one told me Jacob had ever had long hair. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was a weird one because... No uh, fucking clue. I had only ever seen him as, like, the picture of, like, I'm the hot werewolf guy. Yeah, so, spoilers, it's kind of weird to me that, I mean, so knowing what I do about a lot of Native American tribes and their, you know, kind of beliefs about the spirituality of their hair and, you know, that kind of thing, it is very strange to me that the way that when they, when they, okay, so spoilers, they're werewolves. Because uh, that doesn't happen in the first movie. but um, No, but I, I gathered it. Yeah, no, I of course, it. of course. And I, I mean, like, fucking everybody knows. It's fine. I mean, we're talking about 20-year-old movies. They're 10-year-old movies at this point. So uh, it was very strange to me that when he actually converted into a werewolf, and when all of them, you know, actually came into their werewolf powers or whatever, uh, their long hair was suddenly very short and, like, Hollywood-esque. And I was kind of like, wait, but what? Why? <laughs> What I really want is actually a movie about the uh, the werewolves. That's what I want to know more about. Like how the fuck that works. Um, except that it's it would except that not not done by Stephanie Meyer because that woman is a disaster. <laughs> I also very much was like the first time the Cullens walked into that high school. I was like, this is fucking wild. Yes, even. For 2008, because I looked yes. up when the movie was filmed. I was like, how did anybody look at them and just not go, oh, they're vampires. Like, they're clearly fucking vampires. Like, they look wild. Yeah. I mean, if, okay, so picture yourself, normal high school student sitting in this cafeteria, and then all of a sudden, the four of them, or five of them, walk in, and you're like, okay, well, clearly they're either in a cult, or they're like, secret billionaires or they're like celebrities that are very big over in Europe and we just haven't heard about them over here yet. So like one of these things has to be true. Absolutely. I mean, I would probably default to cult. Um, yeah. I mean, but... to be fair, as a real person, I would not go to vampires first, but cult. Absolutely. There is something super fucked up about the Cullens. Like just on first viewing. Yeah. I just actually looked up when Twitter uh, really got popular. Uh, 
because I was kind of I was kind of wondering like you know because the world is so fucking global now that if something's big in Europe like chances are we've probably heard about it over here as long as we're plugged in enough to social media um but I don't feel like that was the world back in 2008 no absolutely not I think I got on Twitter in 2009 and I was pretty early I feel like yeah, I don't remember when I made my first Twitter account because I abandoned that one long ago. The one that I have now, I made in 2012. Yeah, um, probably about the same time. Probably so. Probably so. Yeah, 2009 was when basically LiveJournal imploded. And then all of my friends who were on LiveJournal went over to Twitter. And so I was just like, well, I guess I'm doing this now. Yeah, that's what happened to me too. Man, I live I really miss LiveJournal. Moment of silence for LiveJournal. We gave that longer than we did Longquist. I know. That's because I miss LiveJournal more than I'm going to miss Longquist. <laughs> He'll probably get, like, an announcing job or something like that. We'll still I see mean, his beautiful face. I mean, we're still going to see his beautiful face. Come on. It's not like... And it's not like I was ever truly... I was truly rooting for Henrik Lundquist, but I was never truly rooting for the Rangers. So, yeah. like... Yeah. You know. Um, <sighs> I'm going to miss him, but I miss LiveJournal. Live is going to... Live journal impacted more in my daily life after it kind of imploded and I stopped using it than mm-hmm. uh, Henrik Lundqvist will ever. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree so. with that. So we had agreed on doing three things we thought were good about the romance, and I will even extend that to the movie because this was a rough one. It, it was. It was. And then three red flags. So, to ease your non-note-taking self, I will go ahead and start with something I thought was good about the romance. Are we going to do kind of like a popcorn thing? Like, we'll do one good thing, one bad thing, one good thing, That was my plan. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that works. Um, I thought it was nice that Edward wasn't a dick to her friends. Yeah! Like, he seemed really actually pretty chill that she had a completely outside life and, like, even with the obvious tension between the Cullens and Jacob and Jacob's whole tribe, like, he wasn't ever like, you shouldn't hang out with them. He was just like, I can't go. Well, wait, wait until later. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that gets fucked up a little bit because obviously it's a whole, like... Um, then it becomes a whole vampire versus werewolf thing. Like. yeah. But he also is nice to um, Jessica and the other lady whose name I never caught. Angela. Angela. And so I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was very much stretching for things, but I picked that one in my reach. (laughs) Yes. Um, So one of the things I like about that movie is that Miss Charlie, as a character in general, her dad. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really good, too. And I, I wrote it down, but I didn't, like, pick it out because it wasn't about the romance. But, yeah, I, like, I thought their relationship was actually really pretty true to life of, like, a... An estranged dad that you're yes. suddenly going to live with? Yes. I, I did, I did really, really like Charlie. I'm team Charlie all the way, man. He's so cool. Um, and I, you could see how much he was really trying to connect to his daughter and how awkward he found it. Mm-hmm. And I think that he really, like... For what she told him about their life. I mean, he really tried. Really tried to be involved. Really tried to make her happy. Really tried to give her the space that she needed. 
Uh-huh. I, I just, I, I really, I really love Charlie. Team Charlie. 100%. Team Charlie. This podcast is Team Charlie. Yeah. Uh, my first red flag is just straight up her saying, I'm in love with him. After showing fuck all <laughs> that would make you fall in love with someone. Uh, uh, <gasps> ah! I mean, like... No, and, and I have to believe the book is better in this particular aspect. I don't, don't, don't. Okay. Well, so here was my biggest, biggest fucking thing about the movie is literally any time Bella and Edward had a conversation about him not being a vamp, like, unless it was, like, vampire lore, it just cut to a montage of them talking. And so, like, you really had no fucking clue why they liked each other. Other than we are two attractive people. It's been literally 15 years, 14 years at this point since I read the book. So, honestly, I could not tell you. I need to reread it. Um, And I can't... There are a couple of things that I meant to do before we did this podcast that I just didn't do. Uh, And one of them was actually just kind of skimming through the book. But I don't own it anymore because I did used to. Um, But uh, I sold it because I was like, I'm never going to read this again. Why did I buy it in the first place? Who knows? But I don't remember there being a lot of character development in terms of why they love each other. It was just one of those things where I feel like. She decided that they saw each other and it was just faded and they were in love and there really wasn't a lot of development from that standpoint. But I could be wrong, so. Um, but that feel is... Free, don't tell us if we're wrong. Like, we don't care. I, we don't. I mean, feel... I mean, maybe Marin actually wants to know. But I personally don't fucking care. And, like... I still am probably going to skim over these books before um, the end of the year. Just... Just... Just because I watched the entire run just now, like last week, I literally watched all five movies. I still probably am going to skim over the books just to be like, were the books any better or <laughs> any worse? How were they different? Don't remember. Let's find out. I am fully willing to remain in my ignorance and believe that the books are better than the movie. I, because... I really wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you right now. That because the movies were written by somebody who actually knows how to write, they are better than the books are. Really? No! Oh my god! No! Okay. If we do, if we do more of these movies, if we actually do the entire like <laughs> series, see, like the whole series of movies, um, it's there's there's stuff that happens in the later ones that I will fully tell you was like batshit fucking crazy in the books. <laughs> There's this whole section of um, the second book that's literally like, so they're all told from first person POV, right? They're all told from Bella's Bella's first person point of view. So in the second one, something happens, not going to spoil it for you. And she goes into a very deep depressive state. And the book is literally like September blank page. Turn the page. October, blank page. Next page. Oh November, blank page. Turn the page. Like, nothing, like that's all. That's how she indicated the passage of time when Bella was in this, like, deep depressive state that she was, like, wanting to die. And then something else happens in the fourth book. So these have been told, again, from first-person point of view, where all of a sudden things happen and they, she wanted to tell it from somebody else's perspective. And so there's like five or six chapters in the fourth book that are just told from Jason uh, Jacob's POV. 
Oh my god. His first person POV, I believe, too. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's just, it's just wild. It's just wild. It's just wild. Uh, I will tell you the CGI never gets any better. And in fact, in the fourth, <laughs> the fourth and fifth movie, it gets worse. It's oh worse. God. I have, I have, I have, uh, oh my God. Oh my God, the villain vampires and the terrible special effects. That's my actual note. Okay. Uh, but that's, that's moving ahead. So we need to talk about the next thing that we liked. Oh, no. did you have a red flag? Yeah, you have. Oh, you, I have another my, for, my red flag. So my red flag um, is the gaslighting attempts um, yes! from the entire first part of the movie, where he basically tries to tell her that like he was standing right next to her, that you know, all like whatever, well, all of the gaslighting basically that he tried to pull on her was not like sure he's trying to hide that he's a vampire, and I guess I get that, but at the same time, like. <laughs> Trying to bully someone into believing something that didn't fucking happen. Like, you're just going to need to come up with a better thing, dude. (laughs) Yes. I wrote that down. I didn't pick it as one of my three, but it is on the notes. Oh, my God. I definitely... Literally, I wrote gaslighting, five exclamation points. About the accident, three exclamation points. Parentheses, granted, trying to keep his secret. Yeah, so that's the only the only caveat I'll make on that is that he's trying to keep his secret, but at the same time, like as no, a basis totally for a relationship, it's absolutely an asshole move. Hundred percent an asshole move. Yeah. All right. Next thing you like, go. Okay. And this is possibly the most controversial thing I will say on this entire podcast. I actually kind of liked Bella, and why I liked Bella is that I felt, especially in the context of the romance, she wasn't afraid to actually say what she wanted. I can I can go with that. And I, I actually, the, for the reasons that you're giving, not, not don't disagree at all. Um, she gets, <laughs> I think that she's best in Twilight. So I think that in oh, later, no. in later installments <laughs> of this movie, she, these, she will annoy you more. But uh, in Twilight in particular, I do agree with that statement. And I feel like if I had read the book and it was in first person, I wouldn't feel that same way. Um, I feel like we were maybe done done right by not getting so much of her inner dialogue. Yeah. Because <laughs> what we did get was, I'm unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. And that is absolutely verbatim from the book. And it's so painful. Yeah. And, uh, but like when she, even just hanging out with her friends and yeah, just hanging out with Edward and Edward's family, she wasn't like afraid to say what she wanted, which I appreciated. Yeah. I agree. And I think that's a good way to, to be in a relationship, even if you aren't gonna get it. True. (laughs) True, true. Uh, my next thing is Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Just in general. But, like, she only has, like, a couple of lines. But she does so much with, like, the five lines that she has. A hundred percent. I mean, it was, she was so good. From the very beginning, when she's, yes! like, when, <laughs> when she's asking, when she's talking about, like, why are you so white or whatever? I can't remember exactly what she said, but talking about them, or he was talking about her being pale, and I don't know. It was so funny. I Well, so, okay, my very first note, which we've already discussed, is no one told me Jacob had long hair. My second note is 
That's so funny. Yes. Jessica is going to be my fave. Like literally a hundred percent right she, off the bat. I was like, that one, that one is mine. She continues to be the best the whole way through. So don't even worry. Um, she, <laughs> she shows up at their wedding and she's so great. Oh my God. I love her. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no, she's, she's fantastic. She was such a breath of fresh air every time she came on screen. Yes. Every scene she's in, she stole. I'm so glad that Anna Kendrick has a really good career now. <laughs> I know. Well, that, I mean, that was, I think that was like her second full length movie. So yeah, it was. And I think it was the one that really launched her. If yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. So. Yeah. She did up in the air, like literally right after that. So. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, that she was, she's, she's phenomenal. She's so great. That's so funny. <laughs> so good. Like the most understated, beautiful, charming moment. And I was like, oh, you're you're a good you're a good egg. I like, I like you. I like you. Okay. I'm trying so to decide you're... whether or not I, I mean I guess I should go in order of chronological order for my red flags. Okay. So the red flag of all the red flags. This is the the Mount Red Flagmore. Is it climbing in her window and watching her? Yes, Edward just showing up in her fucking room. That's I. That was my number one. I, I then, went. I went with like, gaslighting, but admitting that he's just done this before. And the, like, there's there's actually some really funny TikTok videos of like people doing like side by side how a normal person should react to this and how Bella reacts to this, mm. and it's hysterical. Because, like, the normal person looks horrified and, like, you know, storms out or slaps him or something. And, like, Bella's just like, oh, yeah, okay. That's hot. It's like, oh, God, why? Why? That is not normal! You should not be happy about this! <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't... I... Like, literally... Like, I mean, I, okay. I knew... A few things about Twilight going in. I mean, I think you should... The fact that I thought it was a trilogy should baseline the knowledge that I had about this. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, but I knew Edward was a vampire. I knew it wasn't going to be a good movie. I knew he watched her when she slept. I knew this going in. These were like the three facts. Oh, and I knew Jacob was a vampire. Or a, a werewolf. I knew that one too. And I know Jacob has like a weird thing with her daughter. Anyway, those are the five things I knew about the Twilight series as a rule going into this. And one of those was I knew this was going to happen. And I was still like wilded out. Like literally, <laughs> I had been spoiled that this was a thing. And I was just like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing that happened and like it was something that turned her on. Like she loved it. She loved it. I mean, I guess it takes a village. Yeah. Some people are really horny for vampires. Some people are really horny for vampires and I guess I get that. Okay, here's an actual debate that I've had with several of my real life friends. Vampires are werewolves. Which one are you more horny for? Werewolves. Same, right? Like, 
I don't understand why anybody's like, okay, I get like, I meant to bring this up when I was talking about Bella being a real person and liking Bella, but like people have complained about Bella being a Mary Sue and fine. I can kind of understand where that comes. I can understand where that comes from. But the fact that Edward. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Meyer is very, very in love with Edward. The fact, but, but the fact that Edward has every power under the sun. Like, that really got me, too. Like, well, the fact that he's fast and strong and sparkly and can read fucking minds. Didn't know that one going in. <laughs> oh, see, and I don't know if they, how, I can't remember how obvious they made this in um, the, the movie but or this movie, but every vampire has, like, some special power of their own. Yeah, so, Alice's like, power was shown a little bit. Yeah, so she can see the future. Um, yeah. I can't remember what everybody else's was, uh, off the top of my head, but, um, like, there's one that has, like, electrical, electricity powers later in the, in the series. Um, there's somebody who can control, like, elements? I it would know. be hypocritical of me to say that I don't, I'm not into that, because I have literally written a book that does sort of that as well Uh and that's pretty common actually in vampire lore sure but like being fast and smart and strong and unbearably handsome and glittering and having powers is just so much it's just yeah 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 yes yeah Mm -hmm. like where's his fucking flaw other than the fact that he has sad eyes He's got tons of flaws. I mean, I know he has. A, she, he watches her when she sleeps, but like, you know what I mean? Like that wasn't painted as a flaw. No, it wasn't painted as a flaw. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. He's gross. <laughs> I'm not about like, Edward. Not about. Not it. about no. Um, what did you think of the twinkle music when it sparkled? <laughs> my actual note. Oh my god, the glittering. And then underneath, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. Oh my fucking god. That's my actual note is, oh my fucking god. Oh my god, the sparkling is like my fucking favorite. I just love it. I love it. Um, I actually, when these movies came out, watched the director's commentary along. So she, it was like Robert Pattinson, um, Chris, uh, Kristen Stewart, and this director in a room doing commentary on Twilight and halfway through it Robert Pattinson just gets up and leaves <laughs> because he hates it so much um but uh yeah the director was like so in love with everything that she did she was like it's so campy it's so great and the twinkle music and I was like oh Catherine Hardwick why <laughs> yeah yeah, she did del- deliberately decided to put twinkle music over him twinkling. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll let you go with your red flag. I mean, I, I the only two that I had written down as we started talking about this was watching her sleep and, and the gaslighting. Okay. So, um, I guess one of my other problems is, like, how controlling he is um, with, like... Or, I mean, just the kind of demanding way he talks to her, uh, like, the tell me how old I am, or, like, you know, like, yes. how, you know, like, what, 
say it out loud. Just <laughs> all that weird shit and like how, like how that's kind of his default in talking to her is like, you know, being demanding and, and creepy. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely is like that. Like... Yeah, I can't. I can't jive with Edward. Like, I don't know. It makes that first red flag even more red flaggy. Like, I'm in love with him. Say it out loud. Like, yeah. Who falls in? I mean, okay. There's a lot of 16 year old girls in the world. So, I know. I think that was see, and I think that was the issue from when I first read this book. Because when I first read these books, I was still in my 20s. And I wasn't that far removed from being a 16-year-old girl as I am now. And, like, I, I got a little more caught up in the romance of it when I first read it. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm looking interacting with it as a 40-year-old, happy birthday to me, fucker, <laughs> um, it's a lot grosser. Yeah. It's just a lot grosser. And it's a lot more, like, I'm, I'm siding with Charlie on this one. And, like, you know, yeah. why, 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 why? Why are we like this? I don't understand. Yeah. And it's kind of like when her mom is talking about, see, okay, and I guess, let me, let me transition into something that I do kind of like about it. Great. So, um, I'm a huge, I'm a huge sucker for romance, all kinds of romance. And one of the kinds of romance that I do like, that I like in fiction only and not in real life, is that kind of like, you know, I love, again, I'll love this in fiction, but not in real life. Is that kind of obsessive romance where it's like you live and breathe by this other person. Mm-hmm. And so the mom at the end describing like how, you know, they kind of mirror each other. Like he moves, you move kind of a thing. Like in fiction, I'm, I'm just so here for that all the time. I just don't like him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I would be down with, I, I don't even really like by the end of the fifth, the fourth book, I don't even like Jacob. So it's like, there's not a dude in this book that I'm like, yes, go for him. So, but I do, like, I do like that kind of, like, the way that, if that is written well, that is one of my absolute favorite things. Yeah, like, when you can just get swept up in it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, completely forget about the real world and just immerse yourself. Yeah, and I feel like even in real life, like, that's how love feels at the beginning. And, like, I completely understand, like, wanting to be able to portray that, but... You know, in real life, you it has to move on from there. You can't just live in that all the time. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, you have you yeah. So, but I do like I do I do love that in, um, in fiction. Yeah. In 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 fiction. Fiction. That very key word there. Yeah. Very key. Very key. And I think to that point with Twilight. And I think this is a, a criticism that was levied at it after the movie um, came out and, like, it blew up and became a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But I actually thought the kissing was really good. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, the chemistry there from the physical interaction aspect of it was really, really good. And I was like, oh, now I get why 16-year-old girls love this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, because they have never been kissed like that. And, like... I, as a person who has not fucking kissed anybody in, like, two years now (laughs) because of a pandemic, was like, ah, that's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I would like to kiss again. I remember when I could do that. (laughs) I I remember liking this. Yeah. Remember when? 
<laughs> remember, remember physical contact with strangers? Like, it was so great. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and, like, I remember when, I don't know if it was Twilight or just one of the sequels or whatever, but, like, everybody was like, oh, the chemistry between them is so fake. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, and they're such bad actors. And I'm like, eh, I mean, the, the acting isn't great, don't get me wrong, but also they're not given a lot to work with. You know, I feel like, okay, to that point, I feel like in a lot of ways, Kristen Stewart gets a hugely bad rap for acting because of these movies. Yes. And I I have seen her in other things. I really like her as an actress in other things. Like, Me too. If, if you guys haven't seen the Charlie's Angels that she just did. Yes! Fucking phenomenal. She's so fun. great. Yes. And even things that she's done before this, she's a good actress. This writing was really bad. So and her, bad. And her direction on screen had to have been fucking awful. So, like, it's not her. It is 100% these movies and the directions that she was given. Yeah. And, like, the way that Bella is written as a character. Yeah. So, like, she, it, it's not, I, I don't even think it's that the acting was bad. I think it's that the direction was bad. I think it's that, like, the writing was bad. And, like, there was only so much that either one of them could do with these characters. That said, I still don't love Robert Pattinson. I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen him in anything. You've watched the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, other than that. But also, yeah. like, who the fuck is Cedric Diggory? You know, like, you know what Fucking I mean? Like, nobody. He's not even yeah. He's in the nothing in that movie. Yeah. He's got, like, like four lines. Take a bath. <laughs> and then he dies. Like, okay, cool. And he's still um, being all whispery and... I did see him in the movie Remember Me, um, which I accidentally saw. And when I say accidentally, like a friend of mine, I think I also saw him in Water for Elephants. I think I That's saw that. the one I, I remember seeing him in the trailers, but I never watched it. Yeah, so Remember Me is a movie that came out in 2010. And it was a romantic drama. And they sold it as a romantic drama. And they gave zero information about it in the um, previews for it. That's how you know it's going to be good. And so my friends and I, this is back when I was living in Oklahoma City, and my friends and I would go see movies literally every Thursday night. We would all get together and do go in see. Oklahoma City. Precisely. So we picked Remember Me one week, and we went and saw it, and we sat down, and the opening, um, the opening, like thing. Hang on, I need to do some math on my calculator real quick. Hey, fancy stats! We're like hitting all of the yeah. things now. <laughs> Um, so it, the, 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 they tell you that it's 17 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And then you see the front of a newspaper and you find out it's like 1984. So you do some math and you realize that you're watching this movie in 2010, but the main part of the movie is set in 2001 in New York City. Okay. So the whole, and it's summertime. Okay. So the whole movie long, we are waiting for it to get to September and the attack to happen. Yeah. Because that is the backdrop of that movie that they don't tell you anywhere. Oh. Or they, they might now. They might have changed that. But like when this movie came out and was in theaters, there was nothing anywhere. I went home and looked. Nothing anywhere that told you that this was set in 2001 and that the 9-11 the attack was going to be like the main story point in the end. And, like, that's where one of them dies. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. So, like, and my, and I mean, like, 
Americans in general, and I tend to, like, really blow up 9-11 to be this huge thing, and I'm not, like, you know, gung-ho America, whatever, but, like, it's still a pretty traumatic experience for most people who were alive during that time. Yep. And my friend Amy, who was with me, had was living in New York City during that time frame. Oh, no. And so she, like starts having a fucking PTSD reaction next to me and has to leave the theater. And I was like, I don't, we should have, we, we all should have just got up and left. But it was one of those things where, like, we just didn't. Like, we we felt kind of, like, paralyzed to our seats. It was all, it was, it was truly awful. It was a very, very bad experience. So that's how, that's how I think of uh, Robert Pattinson. I do have to ask, was he okay at acting? See, honestly, I just, like, my, the main things that I remember about that movie are that it was a traumatic watching experience. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, he was fine, I guess. It was just one of those things where I was like, I don't, I don't love him. I didn't hate him in that, I don't think. But I've, I've never, I've never watched him in anything where I'm like, he's a really good actor and deserves to be famous and do all these things. Yeah. Like, I just, I just, most of the time he just kind of like there you know what I mean like uh-huh. there's nothing that draws me to him the way I'm drawn to like Anna Kendrick and her five lines you know like yeah she she ate it up yeah she was amazing and I just haven't I do see I, I now I'm looking at his Wikipedia page to see if I've seen him in anything else and there's literally nothing else that I've watched in it but I am going to be watching Tenet because I watch every Christopher Nolan film and um we'll see how I think about him in that I heard that's real bad so good luck I mean, but people say that about a lot of Christopher Nolan's films, and I still like them. Like, <laughs> yeah. there are so many people that think Interstellar is a terrible movie, and I'm like, okay, you're welcome to think that, but you're wrong. I have so, not seen Interstellar, so. I, I fucking, I watch Interstellar probably once every six months. I love that movie. Good to know. I watch that and The Martian as a back-to-back. Kind of like, these are my space movies that I absolutely love. I like The Martian. That's a good movie. I like I like a lot of other space movies, but those are the two that I'm like. If I'm gonna sit down and watch a space one of those, I will watch the other one as well. I don't know why they just go together in my head. Fair. Watching one of them always makes me want to watch the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but I will generally start with The Martian and then move on to Interstellar. Okay. Uh, you already you said watch the thing you liked. I said, yeah, it's your turn to say anything you like, because I jumped the gun. And, no, and mine was segment. kissing. Mine was, I, Oh, I, you said I, it. Okay, so now we're on the, back, the bad things, right? Yeah, so what's your last red flag? There are so many. <laughs> Just pick one. Any of them. Um, fuck. I think, honestly, so what, like, let me gather my thoughts. When he takes her to meet his family before they're, like, have even kissed for the first time, and, like, the whole family is trying to make this seem normal, and it unravels in the first two seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it was it was such a weird way to kind of introduce this family dynamic. And that is one of the things that I feel like is a, a weakness of the movies, is that they don't really do enough to show you how the Cullens work as a family unit. Yeah. Um... I didn't, I have no clue. Like, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, and, and that was such a weird way to do it. And, like, Rosalie and her one line of being angry about everything, 
no, it's just, it was, it was just so weird, and the way that they had it all fall apart was so weird, and I don't know, I just. Well, you're also right, like, it 100% falls apart because of Edward, too. Yeah, yes, because he's like, sure, and we're going up to my room. Okay, cool, like, why yeah, did you like, bring her to meet your family? And Bella was trying really hard to just be, like, chill and was excited to eat, you know, was happily going to eat pasta. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it fell apart because of Edward being weird. So, and it, was, it was so strange. It was just strange. It was a strange scene that they were trying to do something with. Um, <laughs> I also think it was so weird that they had Rosalie wearing gloves in that scene. It just didn't make sense to me. And then I remembered... After I watched it, that I had, well, during the commentary, they talked about why she was wearing those gloves. Um, and it's because she had actually cut her finger breaking the bowl during one of the takes. Oh. I mean, yeah, I guess. But it was, it, like, other, like, they never wear any kind of protective clothing, so it was so weird to me that she was wearing gloves in that scene. I was like, why? What are you doing? My last red flag is another Edward one. They're all weird. Edward ones. Well, the first one was Bella, but the rest are True. And it was the whole idea that, like, there was no other way to get her dad to not follow her other than to break his heart. Yeah, that was terrible. And I felt so bad for Charlie. Yeah, like, and, I, and to be fair, I hate this in almost everything. Like, Superhero movies do this shit all the time. Yes, yeah. This is definitely a very... But, I especially in the in a movie where they make a big deal out of her mom living in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And her, like, being close to her mom and needing to get out of town for a weekend, she could just be like, oh, I need to go see my mom. I'm feeling really homesick. Yeah. Like, there is 100% a built-in excuse but no, instead it was, I need to break your heart so that you don't come after me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was. And that was all Edward's idea. It was, yes. She did and not want to do that. it was a terrible one. Yeah. And yeah. she just went along with it anyway, because she's. And did it, and it was so mean. <laughs> it was so mean. And you watched Charlie's heart get broken in real time, and I was like, this is terrible, stop being mean. That was certainly a movie we watched. It was. It was a movie we watched. Um, Other notes uh, I had that we never discussed, because, uh, I mean, we weren't doing, like, a plot recap or anything like that. No, we weren't. Uh, But other notes I feel important to bring up at this juncture. Do it. Number one. Why is Edward such a bad driver? I think he's supposed to be a good driver. Oh, no, he clearly has control of the car. But there was that whole scene where he, like, rescues her from those thugs or whatever in Nowhere, Washington. Can we talk, by the way, can we talk briefly about how funny that whole sequence of events was? Because this bitch, like, tries to research on the internet and finds a oh. bookstore that she wants to go to. So she, like, makes an excuse to go with her friends and then ditch them and then go to this bookstore where she reads one thing about cold ones and then goes back to Google... And searches for cold. Why did you bother to get this book? I do not understand. That was such a wild sequence of searching. I was like, 
Somebody that, needs to yeah, learn what Boolean searching is. And even before that, the whole like straight up Google vampire montage. Yep. Yep. Like, yep. There were so many wild ass montages in this, this movie. Isn't, by the way, this is not the last time they're gonna like have a Google montage. It happens later. Too. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm sorry, but it does. Um, number two. Okay, so anyway, back to the driving thing, right? So they're, they're, he rescues her from the thugs. She gets in the car, and then they're driving away, and he stills like driving on the wrong side of the road. It's not like the thugs are following him. <laughs> I know, on foot. Like, why are you being? You don't need to be like that. Nope. It's so weird. That was so fucking weird. Also, what kind of budget does this rural-ass high school have? I don't... What are we talking about now? Like, I don't remember, but I'm looking at the... It was in the beginning of the... Oh, you know what it was? Is like, looking, literally, like, just looking around the biology classroom, being like, how do they have all this stuff? You have, you have a town, like, it's a population of, what, 3,600 or something like that? And there's a giant-ass high school with, like, all of these resources? Like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's a real thing that happens. I'm now looking at the... Did they tell you that it's 3,600 people? Yeah, they tell you it's a real small town. That Forks is a real small town. Okay, yeah, now it's got 3,800 people. As there you go, 3,800. Um... Yeah, I would be surprised if they even have a high school in their town. Right? Um, it could, I mean, they don't explain this, but it could very well be like a county-wide I, thing. It has to be, but even still, county-wide high schools don't get huge, like, I don't know. It just felt like it was an extremely well-staged high school. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't know, because, like, I mean, I, my only experience with that kind of thing is, like, high schools out in the hill country in Texas... And they, you know, when you get, like, four townships going to one school, you can get more resources than you would if it was just, like, the Forks High School. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, that is neither here nor there. Who really cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> okay. So. More on your notes. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, got one more moat, I really, I guess, is the important one. But we've kind of already been over this, but, like. She goes, I'm only afraid of losing you. I feel like you're going to disappear. And I was like, you haven't known him for two months. Yeah. Two months. Yes. Yeah. Bella. I almost picked that as a red flag. And part of that, I mean, and part of that time he was being mean to you and gaslighting you. So like, right. or he wasn't there because he missed school for two whole weeks when you first showed up. <laughs> Uh, I haven't read it, but I heard that one of the things that you learn in Midnight Sun or whatever the name is that was sold, like, Twilight from Edward's perspective, is that, like, she, and this is gross, smells better to him than any other human does. And that, like, that's part of his torture, and one of the reasons that he left for two weeks is that he was trying to get himself under control, which is so weird and gross. Um, so, yeah. These are things that really happened in this movie. I mean, I mean, like, let's also not talk about the fact that he's, like, 109, and, like, all of these guys are, you know, over 50 years old, and they still think that going to high school is a fun time. Like, I mean, I, yes, yes, that is absolutely a real thing that should be discussed, is the age difference there. Like, don't get me wrong, and again, this is a, a, like, much like you and your obsessive relationship 
I like it in fiction. Yeah. I enjoy a fucked up power dynamic in sure. fiction. Absolutely. Very much so. And I feel like, you know, this kind of age difference can be that fucked up power dynamic that you you do enjoy. And it made a little bit of sense with him, like, well, when we start young, then we can stay longer. Like, that makes yeah. sense. But also, I would never choose high school again. <laughs> no. Even if I could go back to high school and be, like, you know, preternaturally beautiful and, like... Like, why would you sit through that much fucking tedium again? Like, like yeah, why would like, you ever? All the time. All, like, they, did you see how many graduation caps they have? This is not something that they do, like, once and then done. Like, I don't, I just don't get it. And the whole thing is, like, they're supposed to be, you know, going undercover to fit in. But there's only so far back that you can go when you are pretending to be a high schooler. So, like, how is that helping Dr. Cullen fit in for a while while he, like, plays at being a doctor? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I just don't understand it. No. And how often does Dr. Cullen have to go back to medical school so that, like, him saying that he has a license from 1982 doesn't seem super suspicious for somebody who looks <laughs> as young as he does? And like, I mean, I just, honestly, you know. that makes almost more sense, him going back to medical school. Because, yeah. like, there will be advances in medicine that maybe he should learn yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He should, should probably stop using leeches in the OR is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yes. Uh, it's just, like, the, some, of, some of the world building in these books, like, it just absolutely makes no sense. None. None okay. at all. So, two, the last thing we discussed... Or the last thing we agreed that we were going to talk about. To wrap up our thoughts on the movie. Okay, God. Was, was this movie better or worse than you think the Dallas Stars will be this coming season? I gotta say it's worse, because this movie is terrible. Like, and I don't, there's no indication that the Stars are going to be, like, laughably bad this year. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. They will have Tyler Sagan back because he won't be all fucked up from surgery and stuff. They have more goalies than they can take, shake a stick at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're, we're definitely going for the quantity over quality method. We are. I mean, no no offense to Gidobin, but... Uh, I, so... I did, I put some thought into this. I put some thought into this answer. Okay. I actually think it's going to be about the same. And Twilight is bad on a lot of levels. But I love a bad movie. Hackers is quite literally my favorite fucking movie. And it's not good. Um, from a writing level, a lot of it is almost as bad as this. But I love that movie. And the difference here is that Twilight is a bad movie, but the, what really, really sinks it is that it is a boring fucking movie. Yeah. It took me two days to watch this. I had 45 minutes left and I was like, I can't do anymore. I'm falling asleep. And I actually do want to have something to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if there's one thing we know the Dallas Stars are these days... Boring. It's boring. Yeah. And if Twilight... So the other note that I didn't talk about because I wanted to bring it up in this. If Twilight was basically the baseball scene over and over and over again, I would have fucking loved this movie. I agree. That that baseball scene gets a lot of bullshit, but it was it was it was exciting. Yeah, no, the baseball scene, it, like what you were saying with the, the twinkle effect and the twinkle noise, mm-hmm. that the baseball scene was camp. Like, yes. If if she wanted this movie to be camp, she needed that she over did. and over. And Absolutely. Didn't that was get so much fun. That. Nope. We got that once. For about yep. three minutes. Yep. And I fucking loved the baseball scene. It was hilarious. It was engaging. You were in it. You were along for the ride. I mean, and my actual literal note is, okay, but the baseball scene is actually the best part of this whole movie. What the fuck am I watching? Yes, more of this bullshit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was like, great. I wanted more of that. There's a, there's another, um, another TikToker who like, she makes TikToks from perspective of, um, like townspeople watching Twilight happen in front of them. And, uh, so this one girl is like standing, is like taking a walk in the forest and calls her friend to come out and she's like, you have to watch it. <laughs> the Cullens are playing baseball and now they're just like hissing at this other group. She's like our cult is taking on another cult come out and look it was, it was just hysterical i'm gonna have to find this lady and link and link you to her but like she has a million of these and they're all so hysterically funny like they're so good yes yes anyway so i think twilight and the dallas stars will be about the same level of bad because it's not the writing it's the boring yeah and i I, from that perspective, I get that. I just don't think, from a perspective of this movie is like absolutely laughably awful in most places. Um, yeah. I like. I don't think they're going to be that bad, but they are. They are going to be boring because nothing has changed about their ki- ki- coaching. Is the word I'm trying to lose there. Zero things um, have changed. I really do miss high events. Fly by the seat of your pants, hockey. I know that was that was the life. That really was the life. <laughs> If only really we had appreciated was. it more when we had it. I know, I know. We made some poor choices. We did. Like watching Twilight. Like watching Twilight. <laughs> I don't know. I'm down to do the next one. I mean. Actually, so here's what I thought is I want, I want you, the listeners, to tell us, do you want us to keep watching the Twilight movies? Do you have another romance, bad romance specifically, that you think we should be watching instead? Like, should we do the notebook? Like, um, shut your mouth. The notebook is a fantastic movie. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I uh, do want to remind the listeners that I do have a subscription to passion flicks that I am happy to, um, pass on to Carolyn because I did forget to, um, unsubscribe after a week. So <laughs> I still have this fucking subscription. So if you want to suggest a passion flicks movie, I'm so down to watch people get naked and screw, so let's do it. Yeah, and I mean, we both have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Amazon. So if there is a... Oh, I have HBO now too, so hey. If there is a a bad romance that you think we should do, um, you know what? We'll put up a poll. 
Um, and I'll we'll say, I'll put the options as uh, more Twilight, Passion Flicks movie, or other, and then you guys can suggest one in the comments. And I would like to um, just tell everybody that one of the Passion Flicks movies that's available is a <laughs> it's a trilogy mm-hmm. of the first book of the Gabriel's Inferno series, which some people may recognize as a book that, like um, Fifty Shades, started as Twilight fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god. So, that Gabriel's Inferno is one of the options. Cool. <laughs> Extremely excited for the results of this poll. <laughs> for you today (laughs) you're you're fucking welcome i mean (laughs) listen um i'm sure that this is not going to be as exciting to some people as it is to us but maybe we'll maybe we'll get a whole new type of fan who will download deep in the heart of hockey to listen to romance novel takes (laughs) romance movie takes sorry not novel but anyway oh my god you know sometimes you just have to pivot and, you know, yes, sometimes you just have to pivot. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll change the name and everything. But um, I do also want to point out that uh, if you do choose the next Twilight movie, and I can't remember if it was New Moon or Eclipse, because I could never for the life of me remember which comes, which comes first. But um, I will also read the book and, like, <laughs> give a better understanding of what is a book thing and what's a movie thing. Um so that, you know, we can make fun of that, too. <laughs> I will happily make notes on some of the really, really awful passages of the book. So, great, we're here for that. I, I don't know if I would read Gabriel's Inferno, but I will do it for <laughs> Twilight. Well, you can always find us on social media, and uh, please definitely do, because that's where we will be posting this poll. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Classlicity. I am at Marinish. And our official Twitter, where the poll will be, is going to be at Deep Heart Hockey. And you can always email us with any other question, comment, or red flag uh, at deepheartthockey at gmail.com. And we will be posting the link to this podcast on our blog. Will we? Deepheartthockey.wordpatch.com. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Never mind, we won't do it. You know what? That's where you can find the archive of all those times that we used to take joy in hockey. And we do have a couple of hockey-related romance novel reviews up there. So We do. We absolutely do. I, I have a couple of that I have posted. Mm-hmm. Bye! Bye! Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Twinkle noises. Twinkle, twinkle noises. <laughs>